I am Claudia Candelas Hernández. Hola, yo soy Raúl Hernández. We are husband and wife and have been together 12 years. We are a bilingual family. Raising bilingual kids. We talk about parenting, life, relationships. Pues un poquito de todo. So welcome. Bienvenidos. A, a tu, tu lado, lado podcast. podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to A Tu Lado Podcast. Bienvenidos. Another week (laughs) in the quarantine life. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about failures, all the closed doors that we've encountered, understanding our failures and learning from them and knowing when to move forward and keep going to pursue our dreams. Exactamente. So we hope you guys like this episode of A Tu Lado Podcast. So I wanted to start off with this quote that I saw that really spoke to me, and it goes a little something like this. Failure is not a permanent experience. You must rise above it and choose to be better than you were a moment ago. Changing and growing is what makes you win. Mm -hmm. Whew, that's pretty deep. I really love that quote because... Honestly, sometimes when we get all these rejections, we feel like it's the end. Uh, and we have to remember that it's not permanent. It's not, we're not stuck. We could change things. We could rise above it. And just choosing to be better day in and day out is what makes our, it makes the difference. And it makes us better than we were yesterday. We have to know that we are growing and learning every single day. And that in itself helps us win. No, that is so true. I'm I'm glad you brought up that quote. I feel sometimes as as parents, mm-hmm. as a married couple, right? Um, even in our careers, even doing this podcast, mm-hmm. I think sometimes you know those are those are a perfect storm for for failures. Right. I think in anything you do, you're always going to have those moments where you feel like you didn't give it your all. Or, or you somehow, have fear, or, all these emotions, right? Exactly. So I think, you know, that quote hits it right on the money that yep. those types of things, no matter what you're going through, are going to shape you and they're going to make you uh, a better person. Me personally, I don't like calling them failures. I like <laughs> That's right, I yeah. like calling it uh, learning experiences. For me, failure has a really negative connotation. So, um, you know, and I think from any situation, uh, you can learn from. And any situation mm-hmm. has a solution. Um, Everything in life has a solution. Exactly, and that was one thing that I've that I've learned from the very beginning that, um, you know, you can't drown in a in a cup of water. No and, te ahogues en un vaso de agua, como eh, dice el dicho. Exactamente. Así que, for me, you know, those those little things that shaped me uh, were learning experiences because mm-hmm. they made me a better person. Um, you know, just right, and it, they help you grow and learn and become better. And I know I was asking you this the other day, like, what is the first memory you had of feeling like you failed? Yeah. For me, it was at the age of 13, middle school, when I think you're most critical oh, of gosh. yourself. Oh, gosh. It's like you preteens. So, oh, that's have, the worst. Yeah, when you have oh. so many emotions going through through your body. Puberty. It's like, oh. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, in middle school was the first recollection of me um, feeling like I had failed at something. Mm-hmm. Not counting school, of course, <laughs> porque... <pues>. Burro! <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, for me, uh, you know, uh, an experience was uh, trying out for a soccer team, which mm-hmm. was uh, at, at that time, it was called ODP, Olympic Development Soccer, which is like 
like a, at the highest level you could do at youth soccer. Okay. Um, so I remember I tried out a couple of friends and I, we got invited and, um, you know, my friends made it, but I didn't at that time there was no, the internet wasn't as reliable as it is now, of course. So yeah. you would receive an actual physical le- letter. Snail mail, yeah, like they call it. Y, y me acuerdo que está esperando todos los días, like, by, at the mail. Going oh, to the mailbox and being cute. like, did the letter come in? Did the letter come and in? And then you opened it. And I finally got it. And you know how they say, like, no good letter ever just comes in an envelope. It has to come in, like, a, a, a big long old, envelope. A big envelope, you yeah. know, like a little, uh, you know. So I got a little envelope and I was like, nah. <laughs> You're like... But then it starts off with... Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, you, yeah, don't even keep waiting. (laughs) Ya se terminó. Yeah, you know, but that was the first time I felt like, ah, you know, and I could have gone two routes. I could have gone the route of, you know what, forget this, throw the paper away. That's something I would have done. I would have thrown it away, (laughs) hit it. (laughs) And be like... Nah, it's all good. You know, I, I forget, you know, about forget it. them. They don't know what they're talking about. But you did the opposite. I did. I I got the letter. I read it. Mm-hmm. And I just remember kind of like just trying to process the whole situation. And it's, I still am like that till today. I, I'm not the type to react off impulse. I'm the type to kind of just like take things in, process it, and be like, okay, what can I do better? So I got the letter. I hung it up on my wall right by my light switch because I knew I would see it every day. So I told myself, you know, as soon as I got that letter, like, I'm going to put in work. I'm going to, you know, take this as a as, work harder. as a learning experiences and try to remember what I did during the tryout to kind of be like, well, what was it? But then those are those moments too, you know, as I got older, I kind of looked back on it and I was like, it's not the coach's fault. It's not my fault. You know, maybe at that moment, you know, I wasn't what that specific coach was looking for. And I took it with a gra- as a grain of salt. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I didn't think too much of it. He, he said, adelante, you know, working, working my butt off. Like, and I think that was the first time I felt like, like I failed at something, you know, okay, because so it was, was like, first memory. because it was, you know, obviously being young and being something that I thought I was like, you know, like that was my thing. Like playing soccer was my thing. Like, you know, and all of a sudden to be like, oh, you didn't make the team. It was like, whoa. Yeah. Well, I guess it's it's good because it kept you on your toes and it made you be better. Yeah. And and those are things, too, that I was taught at a young age, even just kind of through coaches, through through mentors, was just kind of like, don't concentrate on the negative. Mm -hmm. Keep moving forward. And that's how I live my life today. Trying my best not to to think about the negative and always thinking about the positive. What is the solution? What can I do better? Because I think it's so easy for people to concentrate on the negative. You mm-hmm. could do a thousand things right, but there's always people that are going to put in their head that one thing that they did wrong. Um, and it's really easy to go down that route. Yeah. Um, and, and I know even when I was doing job searches, like being in the yeah. music industry for close to 10 years, then trying to do something outside of music. I remember that was like the crazy. Now looking back, I'm like, that was the craziest thing that I tried doing. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> like super the job intense. process was was crazy. Um, and I got a lot of rejections, just kind of like, oh, you're in the music industry. How is this going to transfer over here? And just different things like that. Yeah. And I, it, you know, it, it just got to the point where there were so many rejections where I was even doubting myself, mm. you know, and that happens. Um, yeah. 
But I remember, but there were opportunities too that I got that I had to pass up on just because I was like, is this really what I want to do? Do I want to just take any job? Right. You Um, have to know which opportunity to take. Exactly. And I passed up on three. And I remember after I passed up on like those three opportunities, I didn't hear anything back for like like two months. Yeah, it was close to two, three months. Two, three months. Um, and I got scared. I was like, <laughs> I was like, scared. I was like, no, I should have just took the last one. But, you know, it, the great thing is that during that time, I felt support from, from you guys, from my family, from, you know, just everybody, just that moral support of like, just keep going. Everything's, todo va a estar bien, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I remember it was a couple days before Alessandro's first birthday. Um, you know, paying for everything, obviously, too. I was like, oh. Yeah, everything was like, (laughs) Like, we're we're getting low. Yeah. Um, And I remember I received, I I remember, like, I was doing laundry, and I told myself, like, please, God, let me just get an interview. That's all. Just, like, some type Mm -hmm. of interview. That's it. Um, And I remember I got emails saying, like, hey, we want to interview you, and that's the job that I'm at now. Today, yeah. Today, and I mean, everything went well, gracias a Dios. The and, power of prayer. And, um, you know, but I look back at that moment and I was just like, whoa, you know, I, this is where I'm meant to be. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was like what I, the perfect balance, the work-life balance. Yeah. Como dicen todos. Um, it was perfect. I live 15 minutes from where I work. I'm able to come home, see my family. Um, and thankfully I'm blessed. Like, yeah. and, and for me, like it was just kind of, looking back at those certain moments where I could have given up and I could have been like, like, this is too much. And, you know, just kind of quit on myself, quit on my family, but I didn't. And I'm glad that you, you talk about that because right now there are a lot of students that are graduating that mm -hmm. are going to be looking for that first job, that first opportunity, um, after college. And you are going to be receiving a lot of rejection, but you have to learn to keep moving forward and know that you will be redirected in the direction that you need to be in. Yeah. You know, and, and, and just remember, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter the age, you know, you're, you're going to be where you're meant to be. Exactly. And you're eventually, you know, there's going to be opportunities too that are going to come along and maybe you do take them, but that's probably going to redirect you into the direction that you're eventually supposed to be in and, and something that you're passionate about. Exactly. Um, and those people who are doing things that maybe they're not passionate about, you know, eventually you're going to get to that space too where, you know, you're going to be finding that for yeah, yourself. Yeah, you're going to find it. And, and you know, but those learning experiences mm-hmm. are what get you to that point. Are what shape you. And I know you have a lot of experiences as well. So <laughs> I've had so many failures, it's not even funny. But, <laughs> you know... Even from a young age, you know, not making the basketball team in sixth grade to. <laughs> just... Were you Michael Jordan or were you Michael Jordan? In I the... was trying to be Michael Jordan. I saw, I saw Space Jam and I was like, I could totally do that. <laughs> and it just didn't work out. And also, let's not count the three times I failed my driver's license test. You know, there's just so many <laughs> um, experiences that you know I've gone license? through. Yeah, but I failed it three times. <laughs> before I'm just gone. kidding. <laughs> so I think the one that just really sticks out to me the most is that first job that I received after college because I was trying to get into this certain media company after college and I was so adamant about working here. 
I applied and applied and applied to the point where the human resources lady, who is a friend now, (laughs) already knew who I was because I just kept emailing my resume because I just needed to be in that company. So that's where Alessandro gets it. Yeah, por eso es tan terco, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, I applied and I remember... After, I think it was the second or third time that I had applied, Mm -hmm. I got a second interview and I didn't get it. It was me and another girl and I didn't get it. And I just remember, I actually went to go to your parents' house and I was sitting in the living room and I was crying. And then your dad walks in and, you know, my father-in-law, he doesn't do well with women crying. I don't know. It's just, (laughs) he started patting me on the head like I was like a puppy or something. No, that's not just a woman thing. That's like all of us. He pats me on the head too. (laughs) So when my father-in-law saw me cry, he felt really bad for me. He just patted me on the head. It's like, it's okay, Mika, it's going to be fine. (laughs) And I um, went home. You know, I went about, kept applying to different jobs. I kind of sort of gave up. And the human resources person from this media company calls me back a week later and tells me that there's an opening in their television division because they had a TV and a radio division. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, let's do it. You know, what's the worst that can happen? I'm going to get rejected again for the million times. So I went. So you're already numb to the pain. (laughs) Yeah, I was already like, oh, bring it on. (laughs) And so I went and that's where I met one of my mentors and he gave me an opportunity he hired me and I took it and from then on I've just kind of escalated my career in different ways and there's always going to be rejection but for me it's always moving forward and being persistent and relentless Mm -hmm. I just always email and email and you know just always never letting Uh, the fear of rejection hold you back because a lot of the times when we start feeling comfortable in our situations, that's when we stop growing. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, you know, you have to get uncomfortable in order for growth to happen. And for me, anytime, even now in my career, when I get different opportunities and I'm like, Oh, I doubt myself all the time. And you know that because I I tell you, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is too big. I can't do this. And that is, I think what they call the imposter syndrome. And it's just being able to get that out of our head and knowing that we are capable of anything and everything and going with that and taking, uh, getting the bulls by the horn, no? Como dicen. And I know that all of you out there who are listening might not see the light at the end of the tunnel, especially when we're going through such uncertain times. And we have to just stay positive day in and day out because that's what's going to make the difference. What's the one thing that I always tell you too is nobody likes posting about their failures. Oh, I thought you were going to say to go wash the clothes. What? (laughs) What's one thing I like telling you? Wash the clothes. Yeah, too bad I do laundry. (laughs) So that, you know, is another thing. We might feel the pressure because we have social media now and we see everybody. Everything seems perfect. Yeah, and it's it's not. It's not. 
people aren't posting their failures out there. And that's why I wanted to do this episode because I wanted to let all of you know that failure is essential in order for us to grow and to be successful because mm-hmm. we have to understand it yeah. in order to move forward. Exactly. And, and I think, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, right? you know, we're going to have failures. In my case, learning experiences as parents. <laughs> yeah. As a married couple. Mm-hmm. Because even as... being married, we're going to be married eight years. Mm-hmm. We still learn about things about each other that we didn't know. Yeah. And that's another thing is not giving up. I remember and... that first year was a learning experience too. Like Yeah. The... You want to talk about laundry? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of our, our first fights was about laundry. Yeah. But we'll, we'll talk to you guys about that in another segment. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah you're right that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> um but going back to your point about social media in general um you know es, es, es muy fácil compararte con lo que ves en las redes mm-hmm. and i think you know once you go down that route of just kind of seeing what you think might be perfect yeah. a lot of the times that you fall in that hole of man trying to compare your life to what you see. And yeah. a lot of it, like you said, is, is a facade. And mm-hmm. um, and it's important not to to make yourself um, think that everything is perfect when it's not. Exactly. And that's why it's so important to talk about real life failures and stumbles that you go through mm-hmm. in order to move on. And that's what we're about. Yeah. Positive and, Yeah. And being comfortable with just not knowing what to do sometimes. Yeah. Because I think, you know, everybody wants to feel like, you know, not ask the questions that they need to ask and feel like they have to know everything right there on the spot. And when, también, you know, it's trying because we come from a line mm-hmm. of luchadores Yeah. Y esos luchadores son nuestros papás. Mm-hmm. Porque ellos vinieron y llegaron a este país sin absolutamente nada. And did they give up? No. And probably scared. <laughs> oh, I'm terrified. Terrified to be in a whole different country and start your life over again. Yeah. And I think that is why we have it in our hearts to never give up. Because our parents didn't give up. To succeed at all costs. Exactly. And I know that your dad talks about this all the time, about how he started working at age nine. I mean, he told you nine? Or no, it's eight? He told me seven. <laughs> Cada año es, es diferente. He says, oh, empecé a trabajar a los ocho años. No, a los siete. Para el siguiente a los siete. <laughs> siguiente año a los seis años. He's trying to make a point, <laughs> And I think that's why I we will not fail and we cannot fail and we keep moving forward. And my parents also have such powerful stories as immigrants. My mom and my dad, they are my inspiration to keep moving forward. And I know that a lot of you who are listening can relate to that, can relate to you looking up to your parents for strength and know that they are so resilient as immigrants and us as first generation kids who are here leading the path and just striving to give our kids a better life like our parents did. Cesar Chavez clap. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Just kidding. No, you know, beautiful words. I that's I think a lot of people are going to relate to that and yes. looking up to their parents a mm-hmm. lot uh, for support and, and inspiration. But on that note, um, we want to start a new segment on mm-hmm. our show, on Atulado, 
called Did You Know? Did you know? In español, ¿cómo se dice Did You Know? ¿Sabías que? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, ¿sabías que? Okay, so we are going to be talking about in this... ¿Qué, qué, qué, qué? ¿Qué, qué, como dice Alessandro, huh? <laughs> Alessandro started saying that. That's like his new thing. Um, we want to share with you just different things, tips and tricks, or even Netflix recommendations. Anything that we think is of value to you, we're going to be sharing it on this yeah. segment. Whether it be resources, mm -hmm. just things that maybe are going on in your city. Yeah, um, good stuff, fun stuff. Yeah. And so, um, did you know? that Michelle Obama came out with a documentary called Becoming. I actually read her book, and it's amazing, and it's on Netflix, so you can check that out. Another thing, another show that I really love on Netflix that season four came out is Working Moms. That show is from Canada, and they just uh, launched season four, which I'm going to be binge-watching this weekend when the kids go to sleep. Anything that you want to share that did you know? I dang. You're already all caught up on all the good things. <laughs> I'm still trying to catch up on all the old things. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Did you know that I don't watch a lot of TV? Oh, that is such a lie. <laughs> you introduced me to a television. I know. I was the one that told you to do this segment and talk about Netflix. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so I promise next week my husband will come up with a good <laughs> Did You Know? <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess you all know that now I didn't prepare well for this part of the segment. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to this week's Atulado Wait, episode. Wait, I do have a did you know. Okay, okay, let's Did do you it. know that there is an electric grill called the George Foreman Electric Barbecue Grill <laughs> that we're going to be testing out this week? And if we love it, then we'll tell you about it. Exactly. And if we don't, pues también les decimos so you yeah. don't order it. <laughs> My whole thought process behind that thing was like, pues no tenemos que ir a la tienda por... Carbon. Oh, yes, that's right. Or gas. Or or gas per paint. Yep. Now I just plug it in. It might cost a little bit more electricity, <laughs> but it's all good. We'll oh, tell you how it goes. Yes, exactly. To be continued. So did you know I was prepared? There you go. Woo -woo. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Atulado. Wait, no. It's at Atulado Podcast. <laughs> We'll let that one slide because our episode today was about life experiences and failure. <laughs> and so. I totally failed. <laughs> Muchas gracias. Thank you so much. Hasta luego. Have a great week. Que tengan muy bonita semana. <laughs>